to another IELTS Live Coaching. Man, I am your host, Arsenio, as usual. And today, again, you guys are going to see me glancing down, down here, because you probably, uh, you probably already know this. I'm sharing it on different pages. So with that being said, guys, first and foremost, I must apologize, okay? Because what had happened this past Monday was, let's just say I got very, very busy. So what I'm doing now is I'm doing a live episode here right now, obviously. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to post the follow-up of this video on my Patreon. So for those of you that do not know, my Patreon, again, two free coaching hours. Uh, you get two essay evaluations. You get a lot of different tasks to do every single day, all for a very cheap price for uh, per month which makes it very cost of cost effective, cost efficient, but very, it's a very good price for a lot of people out there. Let's just put it that way. So again, my Patreon, I have different badges. TOEFL IBT, TOEFL ITP, uh, IELTS, TOEIC, you name it. So what I'm going to be doing here is, again, I'm going to give you the basis of this episode within the next 30 minutes. And then after that, the follow-up is going to be on my Patreon. So if you guys are interested in that follow-up, you make sure that you um, that you end up, you know, getting in contact with me in regards to my Patreon, okay? So today and before I get into all this IELTS stuff, need to make sure that I share it on different groups. And again, for those people who are listening, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to another IELTS. Um, and now... It's time to get down to brass tacks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to screen share for you guys. All right. You guys already know how I do this. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to grab this screen. You guys are going to see it. And then what I'm going to do is switch it on over into a, my a browser, which is this. So here we go, guys. To top this bad boy off, well, not top it off, to kick it off. You guys already see this segment. We're going to be talking about stating opinions. So throughout your IELTS essay, it's very important to give different viewpoints. See, a lot of people, they give just their opinions, but they don't give the opposing opinions. So in today's episode and the follow-up, that's what we're going to be discussing, all right? And what I'm going to be doing here is, again, going over quite a few things. So if we talk about... Uh, describing these different photos, okay, with different vocabulary terms. So we see this specific photo, okay, there's something, there's a building that's exactly like this just over here. If you guys don't even know, or if you guys don't know, I'm in Bangkok, Thailand, and there's a building called the Mahanakon. It's very similar to this because there's like big indentations throughout the building, and it looks very interest, uh, interesting. So if we look at this a photo right here, what are some vocabulary terms to explain it? I remember when I had coached a girl from Pakistan, she talked about this in micro in regards to, okay, so when I enter this specific room, what I see is this. There are tall, let's say, uh, ceiling to floor windows, right? Or you could say tall glass windows, and they have... Obviously, oh my God, that looks like some sort of a heater along with um, 
a perfectly placed wall panel that you can't even see that's holding up that TV. So to describe these different things like this, okay, pillars, okay, those are big, okay, they kind of look like beams, but beams are more what you see in a factory. So what you see right there, those are beams, but these are pillars. You would see this or see a lot of this in Greece. So in saying that, what I want to discuss here are the very, and I mean extremely tall buildings. Now, for those of you who do not know, and you guys are coming in and you guys are, again, watching this, this reminds me of being in, of course, Hong Kong. And this, yes, is a photo of Hong Kong. So, guys, if you don't already know, Hong Kong is probably one of the most densely populated cities in all of the world. Now, I remember while I was there about two years ago in August, just over two years ago, these high rises are no joke. And so and what, what happens at the bottom of these high rises is that a lot of the heat is trapped. And that's one of the biggest issues because it's so unbelievably hot and you could become very, very nauseous looking up at some of these high rises that are all about over like 40 to 50 stories minimum. Okay, so I would have to say the average building height out there could be anywhere between 60 to 70 stories. Okay, so or 60 to 70 floors. So in saying that, these are great ways to describe different cities, different buildings, different rooms, the architecture, the different, you know, the things that you would see throughout a neighborhood or things to describe your own city. So what I'm going to do here is again, you guys see different part twos, okay? So those of you who are listening to me on my ESL podcast, you guys already know, okay, that I go over a lot of the part twos. So a typical part two would be describe a building in your city. Describe the home you live in. So it's all about, again, I, I've taught so many different people on so many different, or, you know, at so many different occasions, that you need the art of storytelling. So act as if you are standing there and we're going throughout your residence. Now, location is different. We need to talk about the supermarkets. We need to talk about the different buildings that are around, okay? The different shops, all right? The, the typical people or the, the type of neighborhood. Is it, you know, is it a middle-class neighborhood? The different types of transportation. When you talk about your home in general, act as if you're walking through the front door. Okay, to your right, you have the living room, which has this. If you continue walking straight over to the left is the first bedroom. And if you continue to the back side of the house, that's where the backyard is, along with the dining room table. Of course, in the dining room, which is connected to the kitchen. And it has an island in the middle of the kitchen and, you know, an oven, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Take us on a journey. I've said that on so many different occasions. So what I'm going to do right here is you guys probably see this right now. This red is something that you would see for a writing task too. So for those of you who are listening to me on my podcast, it goes a little something like this. It is more important to use the space in cities well than make them look beautiful. To what extent do you agree? So for those of you who are watching me live, I would like you to post, 
let's say three to four sentences in the comment section, all right? Now, if we look at it is more important to use the space in cities well than make it look beautiful, well, on a scale one through 10, do you believe that Hong Kong is a beautiful city? It's it, it all remains debatable, right? But if we look at the layout of the city, which we're going to be going over very, very shortly, it's perfectly placed because you have trams, you have the subway, and for Hong Kong to be on a number of islands and to have subways is amazing. It is absolutely amazing because there are so many excuses to why there are no subways near the river out here in Thailand. However, in Hong Kong, they make use of it. Now, is it important then to make it look beautiful? Now, again, the city planning of Bangkok, Thailand was atrocious, okay? And it still is today. They're trying to play makeup by trying to cover everything up with condominiums and building them by different train stations, okay? Now, there are too many super blocks. And within these super blocks, it's very difficult to get to the main road. You have to take some form of transportation, which is extremely expensive because if you take a motorcycle and a motorcycle costs $1 to only go 0.5 kilometers, but if you take the train and it costs $1 to go five to 7.5 kilometers, there's a big issue there. So people have to pay for two forms of transportation. All right. So to what extent do you agree? Do you agree on having a beautiful city and making space for it, such as Singapore, one of the most perfectly, you know, uh, planned out cities in all of the free world, right? You got all these underground passages. They don't have any uh, pedestrian bridges. Uh, everything is connected. The buses, the road tax, there aren't traffic jams. It's phenomenal. Or do you look at something as like Thailand, where there are, they make space or they make use of all the land in regards to the Klongs and having a lot of slums near these Klongs. What do you think? So for those of you who would like to do this exercise, there are key points throughout this. We have A, B, C, D, and E. Now for each of them, they are separated by hyphens because you're going to put them in the one through 11 down below. Now, A, it says, Younger people tend to want to live in city. Now, these are notes. Remember, these are notes. You're not going to write it exactly like this, but you're just building it up, all right? Young people tend to want to live in cities, work opportunities, but housing very expensive, not enough of it, okay? Now, young people, that's the positive. They tend to want to live in a city. Why? Work opportunities, however, Housing is expensive, not enough of it. Now, condominiums out here in Thailand, the price of living out here in Bangkok, it continues to rise, but salaries remain horrible. And they're not going to get any better. And if they do, it's not going to be by much. Now, if we look at B, it's the same as America, though. Okay, I'm just telling you guys from my perspective of living out here in seven and a half years, the minimum wage in America has been the minimum wage in America for, de for more than a decade. And of course, everything continues to go up. So if you look at B, some companies spend money creating beautiful surroundings. Okay, it's kind of like 
Here in Bangkok, they like to cover it up. Places that were really drab and just like poverty ridden in different parts of Bangkok, they thought, oh, let's just build a very beautiful, luxurious condo to start getting these, you know, these supercars in the area. And people are going to believe that it is good. Negative. That's not how it works. All right. So, again, very important to build beautiful surrounds. Singapore has done that. It improves productivity. And then, again, main, many famous buildings used on tourist websites to attract interest. Marina Bay Sands. Mahanakon, not so much. Bayok Sky out here in Bangkok, not so much. Maybe in New York. Um, there are no famous buildings in Hawaii. And to be honest with you, I don't know any other famous buildings outside of New York. I'm not that very good. But the Patronus Twin Towers out there in Malaysia, that's another place, right? So if we look at these different areas, just think about it. I'm just trying to ignite something in you. And then again, we're going to put this throughout your plan and you're going to understand how to write an essay stating opinions. So again, C, let's look at mega cities. Tokyo, Mexico City, Mumbai, Tokyo, Perfectly planned. Mexico City, I don't know. Mumbai, absolutely atrocious. Sorry, but for anyone out there who's watching me from India, you guys can attest to that. And if you try backing it up as if Mumbai is a perfectly planned out city, you should be shameful, okay? You should be ashamed of yourself. So let's keep going. They're huge. They're populous. Over 10 million people per out here in Bangkok, yes. But the thing is, there are too many cars. Now let's continue. High population and larger areas cover. D, rooftop, okay? Or the rooftop, oh, I put rooftop. Yeah, rooftop gardens, whatever it may be, okay? This is how Singapore makes use of their environment, right? So if we look at buses in Singapore, they have gardens on top of them. On top of the buses, they have gardens. I kid you not, they have grass, a lot of people would say, that's not necessarily making it green. Oh, believe me. You can only imagine what the, the you know, the life expectancy of those people in that country is. Oh, yeah, fantastic. So let's keep going. In Dubai, tallest building created. So if we look at this, guys, let's break it down. Introduction. Number one, cities have high, dense buildings. Number two, there's a blank. You're going to grab one of those ideas that I stated, slot it in there. For number three, it says, I partly agree that space needs to be used well. Okay, partly agree. Reason number one, agree because important to use space effectively, population of world increasing, more people need to live in cities. That's all debatable. That's This is an opinion, right? Now we're talking about urbanization, how 70% of the world's population is going to be in cities by the end of 2050. Yes. Then there's number five, it's blank. You're going to slot something in there. Then you have reason number two. You agree because design of high-rise architecture is suitable for buildings in city, okay, a.k.a. Hong Kong. Building in cities, generally contemporary and high-rise economic use of space. Yes, Singapore has made it perfect. I mean, economic use of space to the umpteenth degree. Hong Kong, too. Everything is absolutely massive out there. Okay, it's all high. You feel like you're just an ant. Okay, now let's shift it. Let's go to reason one disagree because why? Attractive surroundings improve quality of life, attract tourists and income. Okay, 
Now, why do you disagree? And then that number nine, there's a space. You have to slot something in there. Reason number two, disagree because nowadays good design includes green space, but still economic. Also better for the environment. Then you slot in number 11. And the conclusion, agree space is important, but not the only factor to consider. So what you have to do, this is a technique for all of you out there. Decide on your viewpoint before you begin. Okay, this is going to help you maintain that consistency throughout your entire essay. If you don't know, this is when you'll start jumping all over the place and then you'll start slotting in irrelevant information that does not contribute to your overall thesis. All right. Introductory phrases, general language. It should indicate your attitude and which way you're going. You need to know what your stance is. And that's why the first paragraph is very, very important. Okay. Now, it's also important to distinguish between opinions you hold and those that are more general. Okay. So, again, I didn't, there, there were a couple of things that I needed to write down. I actually wrote it down on my Patreon. Or if you guys are interested in that, I'll be more than happy, more than happy to send that to you. But let's look at something that, you like, like if you say, in my opinion, that's more personal, right? But if it's more general, it would be um, some may claim that. So that's more general. It's not your personal opinion. So what I have here, okay, before I go over these two paragraphs, when writing an opinion essay, okay, you have to give different viewpoints. Like I'm just going to reiterate it again. If you do not give different viewpoints, this is why it's important, like even going into TOEFL IBT, some may believe that, mm -mm 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 -mm. however, you have to, like, it's kind of like a debate. So when you're stating an opinion or you're writing an opinion essay, it's kind of like a debate. There's one thing here, another one here. You're just going to continue going back and forth. This is what I'm going to uh, teach you guys in these next two paragraphs. Now, again, all of this can be varied between personal and impersonal. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to recite this pair or these paragraphs. It's an introduction and one body out loud. All right. So here we go. It is generally accepted. Okay. Is that personal or impersonal? See what I mean? So let's continue. It is generally accepted that contemporary cities are growing in size and population. Boom, first sentence. Now, let's see what side he's going to take. Various recent reports have indicated growth in mega cities such as Mumbai, Tokyo, and Mexico City, which cover huge areas and are still developing. So remember, all the notes that I wrote down above that you guys will be able to scroll up on on my blog, it's there. Now, along with the increase in population globally, it is therefore commonly acknowledged that there is pressure on available space and housing. I would therefore maintain that space is an important factor in city planning and must be taken into an account uh, in what? In the planning of, yeah, in the kind of planning activity or the planning activity, okay? So then he states the opposing. However, although he uses a subordinate clause, 
Although space is key to good city design, it is not the only thing that should be considered. And this essay will go on to discuss other factors too. So the main overall gist, it's all of that. It's a fantastic, probably three, four sentences of compound and complex structures. But then to give the opposing viewpoint, because you must discuss the opposing viewpoint too, although space is key to good city design, it is not only that that should be considered, and this essay will discuss this. So let's go into the second paragraph and see how he takes it. To begin with, a primary factor for consideration is population. Experts claim that the population of the world is increasing quickly. And it is true that urban societies are growing very rapidly, okay? More young people, for instance, are moving to cities for work opportunities as well as all facilities and opportunities they can find there. For this reason, I believe we need to find more economic ways to live. Good design with high-rise living space can help. It seems to me this is a personal opinion, that the cost of accommodation in many cities is prohibitive, which restricts opportunities and could be solved by better town planning. So if we look at the general gist of this specific paragraph, primary factor, population. Why? Let's go into a specific detail. Experts claim population increasing. Urban societies are growing. Okay, now let's switch it up. And this is what he does. He switches it up and goes into more young people going into city for opportunities for work and facilities. Okay, for this reason, so we got population and young people. For this reason, I believe we need to find more economic ways to live. Population, young people. Good design with high rise living space. That helps with the whole population aspect of the thesis right, can help. And it seems to me that the cost of accommodation in many cities is prohibitive, which restricts the opportunities. The opportunities, that relates to, again, the young people who are willing to move to the city. Does that make sense? So basically, they went on to say, you have primary factor, consideration is population, okay? And the young people. He backs it up by saying with the population, we need high-rise living space, okay? And the cost of accommodation. For these young people who are just out of university, if they come to the city and their condominium is 60% of their monthly salary, that's a big issue. So he backs up both of those in one, set, in one paragraph. So it's going to be good to go back and see, well, not go back, but it's going to be good to go into more detail in regards to how this paragraph might unfold. But this is the basis, okay? And a lot of you are probably like, oh, man, I'm still a little bit confused. How exactly do I plan out the paragraphs? How do I do this? How do I do that? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to be going over on my Patreon. So if you guys are interested, I'll even send you, if you guys message me, I'll even send you the follow-up to this so you can understand it more. 
But when it comes to the opinion essays, it's very, very important. You guys have one of those, the most important, or you just obtained the most important piece of information out there that you need to present different viewpoints, not just your viewpoint. Also, not just personal, but impersonal also. The general perception, just as he said here, experts claim this, more young people are moving here for this reason, I believe. So we went from impersonal to personal. This is how you want to differentiate throughout your paragraph and throughout your essay. So if you guys are interested in learning how to write, a, again, statement and opinion type of essay, please reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to help you. And again, if you guys are interested in Patreon, which is this community, you'll be able to do a task. You'll be able to get all the stance markers. You'll be able to see a sample draft of what somebody who had written a IELTS band of seven had done. And furthermore, just a lot of other things. So with that being said, guys, a short video, a very short one. I could have gone more into detail, but again, I am running a little bit thin on time today. So again, if you guys are interested, let me know. Reach out to me on my personal Facebook page or my Arsidio's uh, English and Test Preparation Learning page, all right? So with that being said, guys, just want to say thank you so, so much for tuning into this specific episode of my live coaching. Remember, the seasons are going to finish up at season 10, and then there's going to be probably a one-month layover. But on my badge, my uh, Patreon IELTS badge, it will continue throughout. So if you guys are interested, we're talking coaching, we're talking evaluations, this is going to be very good for a lot of you out there, believe me. So again, inquire about that. And until then, we got speaking coming up tomorrow. And if you guys have any questions, you already know how to get in contact with me. I'm your host, as always, and stay tuned for more over and out.